Good afternoon, spooky fans. Welcome to another chilling tale from uh, your favorite hosts here. I am Ruben. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Hi, I'm Quinn. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Spooky Husband Mystery Hour. And happy Halloween to everybody as this happy Sunday Halloween. follows on Halloween. Ookie spooky. Super spooky. Megalomookie. That's right. So throughout this month, we did a lot of tributes to our favorite horror movies and everything else, too. But with Halloween, we did want to kind of make it a little bit special of something that we find enjoyable for ourselves, too. I mean, we enjoy a lot of horror movies and a lot of horror flicks. But this one here is actually one of my personal favorite movies that I watch every single year on Halloween, regardless of how it is. And even if it's on TV, it's one of those movies that I'm just like, yep, okay, I'm just watching this now. Can I say something? Of course Controversial, yet brave. (gasps) I'm glad it's not Hocus Pocus. I don't care for Hocus Pocus. Ooh, you just made a lot of people mad. I mean, I love Hocus Pocus. I, I love Hocus Pocus. Like I like it. For, for everything. But it does not become my identity in the month of October like a lot of people. No, I, okay, I get that. I get that. But it, it is one of my movies that I do watch, that I do try to watch yeah. every month or every uh, October, every Halloween year. Because um, it's that one, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Trick or Treat. And then uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is mm. usually one of my, my go-to ones for, for horror movies during Halloween. I just watch horror movies all you the time. You just watch horror movies all the time? Yeah. <laughs> well, great. But before we get into this movie, uh, like I said, the movie that we did pick this week was Trick or Treat, one of my favorite ones from 2007. I do have a little bit of an announcement to make. We're going to be stopping the show. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> No, uh, we actually have our winner for the $25 Amazon gift card that we were auctioning off for my birthday and everything, too. Winner, so, winner. Chicken dinner. Check out your DMs. But congratulations, spooky fan Alyssa. We're going to be messaging you uh, with some details about that gift card and reaching out to you. So great job. Congratulations. And uh, love to your other recommendations with, for the movies, too. So thank you for that. Buy yourself something nice. That's right. Remember, uh, your, your your gay uncles helped helped with that, too. Uncles. <laughs> Um, all right, but let's go ahead and just jump right into this, okay? Rawr. So, if a lot of people, a lot of spooky fans, if y'all haven't known or watched this movie yet, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat is an awesome, awesome movie. You've for, seen the costume. Person. If you've never seen this movie, you've seen the costume. Yeah, you've seen this little kid that's dressed up in like a paper, a potato sack mask mm-hmm. with like a red onesie. That's Sam. His name is Sam. Sam. Yes, if you didn't know his name, his name is Sam. But this movie is really, really cool because it's actually one of my uh, one of the things that I love about some certain horror movies is that it breaks it off into different stories. It reminded it reminds me and gives me that great Tales from the Crypt feel, that great uh, Tales from the Dark Side style. I think this is Twilight our third Zone. time watching it together, and I catch yes. something different every single time so we watch do it. I. There was something that I mean, I've seen it multiple times. Like I can legitimately, I'm going with at least seven times. I think. I've seen it. Yeah. Since I worked at Blockbuster. Wow. Yeah. That's what it was awesome. But uh, it's, but yeah, like you said, every time that we uh, we watch it, we end up seeing something new. I caught something new that I didn't catch before out of the other multiple times that I've seen it. Me too. Yeah. So this is what's awesome. So with this, the stories don't actually fall in line of like, this is this story, this is that story. What's really cool about this movie, Spooky Fans, is that it's all intertwined. So you're watching one story while another story is unraveling. In the background, literally, in the background. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is with that, too, 
you would think that would make it confusing or like, oh, it's not going to make sense. But it flows really, really, really well. well. There's maybe like one or two times where it does like a weird shift shift like a yeah like a, a a backwards forwards kind of thing like you just saw that happen but then you're backtracking to how it happened so i think it's really cool so with this we have this the whole movie itself is made up of four different stories that are happening one of them is based off of the urban legend of the candy man which ooh um sidebar here actually both stories the real life things that happened that inspired the story of the Candyman happened here in our area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, right, because it did happen over here. The reason we check our candy is because a man poisoned his kid, yeah. he poisoned his pixie stick, and then they also um, kind of it ties in with Dean Coral. Uh, he was a candy manufacturer and always gave kids free candy, but mm-hmm. then he was a serial murderer. Yeah. And. That's actually where a lot of, again, the the whole urban legends of those stories happen, of checking your candy because a, a suspicious person's gonna tamper it or any, tamper with it or anything. Yeah. But it's actually more that the again, like you said, it was the dad that ended up doing it and trying to blame other people because they weren't gonna be able to find them on Halloween. Yeah. People passing out candy. But yes, out of safe practice, always, you know, throw away any kind of open candies, anything yeah. else, you know, just kind of always be safe. But also, don't believe the news when they say people are giving out weed candy. The yeah, crap's no. expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, I am not, if I were to buy anything like that, if I ever did anything like that, um, I would not be passing that out as candy no. for kids. I'm sorry. That's for me. People spend like hundreds of bucks on stuff yeah. like that. No. That's daddy's special candy. <laughs> Very true. Very, very true. Um, but what was I saying? The uh, Okay, so yes, the, the first story that, that you kind of come across is um, based off of, off of the urban legend of the Candyman. And with this, we see this first guy named uh, Principal Wilkins. He is kind of like a, a weird... I don't know, he, he gives off this weird, weird shifty thing. And the thing is, is there's this kid that's going down the street... Trashing jack-o'-lanterns. He's like pretty much like the dick of the school kind of stuff. Like a, just a, a big nuisance. You did skip a small part that I feel is very important to the story oh, of the yeah. movie. Okay. So our first people were actually introduced to as a couple. That's right. That's right. They're coming home from a party. And the wife says, we're going to take no letter grations. My mom's coming over tomorrow. Leave it all. We're taking it all down. But you can't do that. That's that's it's against tradition. Luck. Yeah, it you can't blow out the candle. It's it bad luck. It actually is very, very bad luck. Yeah, you can't blow out your jack lantern. It's bad luck. And she, of course, blows out her candle and starts taking down the Halloween decorations. And she is killed by Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, and her husband finds her. And that is what starts the movie. Yeah. Is him screaming, finding her body as one of his yard decorations. So... Then we meet Principal Jenkins, and he has... Wilkins. Wilkins. I don't know. He looks like a Jenkins. Um, what is the kid's name? Did they give him a name? Um, Billy. Billy. Or wait, the kid that, that was gutted? Yeah. Um, yes, they did give him a name. I don't remember the name. He looks oh. like the kid that has to eat the chocolate cake in Matilda. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> But anyways, he's there talking to the kid about, you know, hey, you shouldn't be doing this stuff. You know, there's a, there's certain traditions that you need to abide by. Yeah, I was a know? kid like you. Mm-hmm. And the kid ends up eating some of the candy that, that uh, Principal Wilkins gives him. 
and throws up. What was it? Was it like a weird, like a shitload of laxatives kind of stuff or like a... It, okay, so when he threw up, it looked like chocolate. But then when Wilkins answers the door a few minutes later, he's covered in blood. So I don't know if it was a combo of like some sort of poison. I think, yeah, I think so. Um, it, the, the kid's name was Charlie. Charlie. That's what it was. It was Charlie. Yeah. So he gives him those those candies and he just starts vomiting up chocolate and blood. Augustus Gloop. Yeah. And with that, he starts grabbing the body and taking it through the house and taking it to the backyard, you know? Nothing suspicious. Nothing suspicious at all. at all. I mean, it's Halloween. Can... I have several bodies in the house right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he takes him out, and when he's in the backyard trying to uh, to bury the body, or, you know, bury the kid, his son, Billy, is, like, screaming out uh, out the window. You know, Daddy, nodding. I want to carve the <laughs> pumpkin. I need help with the eyes. I heard you, Billy. Shut up. <laughs> Billy, go watch Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. And we actually get introduced to another character there that is... Man, what was his name? I just remember as the, the crazy old man next door. Yes, and he's... I think he was in um, Men in Black, wasn't he? I don't know about he, that. He was the the boss in the first Men in Black, wasn't he? Mm, no. Maybe? I don't know. I'm gonna have to, we'll have to do some research on that one. Okay, I'm going to look it up while we Well, all talking. right. Um... Krieger, I think, or, or Krieg, or something like that. I think so, yeah, but, Krieg. Anyways, so he sees him, and he's like, what are you doing out there, Wilkins? You know, keep your kid off my lawn. Super old man, next doorness of, you know, don't talk to me, I'm right. All that other stuff. And so, when that happens, Principal Wilkins goes inside and starts getting the uh, the knife ready. And you can hear him just kind of muddling under his voice of how, like, he's just... Seems to be so upset with, with Billy. Like, oh, yeah. God, this kid's annoying as hell. Daddy, I want to carry the pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then from there, he goes downstairs. Again, this story wasn't, like, super, super long, but it was a nice intro to it. He goes downstairs, and he's there with Billy, and he has the knife, and you're thinking that something's going to happen, and all of a sudden, he just thrusts the knife into the table. And you're like, oh, shit. He Billy's killed, dead as hell. Yeah, he finally killed Billy. No. What had happened was he was stabbing the head of Charlie because he cut his head off with the shovel when they were when he was burying the body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And something I noticed on this watch through, when the stories end, like when the, the story, the narrative is finished for each story, you see Sam. So yes. when Sam appears, your story is over. Yeah, because that's the end of it. He's the Halloween spirit that's like, yep, yeah. this is good now. That's, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was super cool too. Because then that gets us to the next one because we then are introduced to three kids that are going around asking for jack o lanterns for UNICEF. Yeah, lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah, pretty m- Holy crap, I didn't even think of it that way. They're like the opposites of lock, stock, yeah. and barrel. That's so, that's, oh my god, that's so freaking awesome. Kidnap the Sandy Claws, throw them in the quarry. <laughs> and this story here, this story is what's really cool. This one's really fun. This up. one is my favorite story of all. Like, I legitimately loved the story of it. I loved the characters that they portrayed in it. I thought it was just, I thought it was a great thing. So we meet those three kids. Um, Macy. Macy, Schrader, um, Sam. No, not Sam. No, not Sam. 
Sarah. Rhonda. Yeah, okay, so we meet um, Sarah, Schrader, Macy, and Chip. 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 Chip's Chip. the one with the eye patch. Yeah, Chip, Chip was the kid that was dressed up as the pirate. Chip Chop. <laughs> well, they're going around again asking for for um, jack-o'-lanterns to... For UNICEF. Uh, for UNICEF to do stuff. Well, we find out that they're not for UNICEF. They're not for a good cause. Jack-o'-lanterns aren't shelf-stable, guys. Yeah, exactly. Even though if it's for a scavenger hunt or not. Yeah. But with this one, we get introduced to a girl named Rhonda. Which, Rhonda, oh, she's, she, she they, steals my heart. They call her Rhonda a bad word. Yes. It starts with an R, and it's very mean. I identify with Rhonda because she is, she has a lot of useless knowledge, as we call it. Um, and they're like, oh, it's Jack Lanterns, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, yeah, did you know Jack Lanterns come from this? And the original name for Halloween is Salem and all of this stuff. And they're like, oh, you're weird. But Chip seems to actually like her. Yeah. Chip yeah, seems to like be cool like, with her. Yeah, like, oh, I kind of enjoy talking to her. Like, she doesn't, she seems nice. She seems sweet and everything else. And he, you can tell that Rhonda likes Chip, too. Yeah. Or not Chip, uh, Schrader. Yes. Schrader, yeah. Schrader is starting to like her, too. Because Chip yeah. seems okay with her, and Schrader actually seems to really genuinely yeah, like her. You. Macy, though. Macy's just like, I hate this girl. I'm just going to say this, and this doesn't leave our privacy of our podcast. <laughs> Macy's a little bitch. <laughs> Like, she's she, dressed like an angel, so I get it. She definitely had the whole persona of, again, I look innocent on the outside, but I'm cold-hearted on the inside. She's a mean girl. She is she's very Regina much George. Girl. She is <gasps> Regina George. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I went there. You did. Wow. Can't believe you did that. But, yes, she is very much the mean girl of it all. You know, she gets annoyed whenever Rhonda and Schrader are talking, and Schrader actually seems to enjoy himself talking with her. Yeah. Well, from there... We uh, we find ourselves in a rock quarry. On yes. Halloween night, we're going to a rock quarry. Filled with fog. Exactly. And Macy starts to tell the story of the school bus massacre. The Halloween school which bus massacre. not supposed to call that. But apparently back in the day, as Macy's telling us, there's a, in the neighborhood, there was a set of families that had some special needs children. Yeah, see, okay. This is this is where I'm like, I don't know exactly what's going on with this story because it made them seem special needs, but also like they were violent criminals at the same time because they were chained together. Well, they were children with, with special disabilities. And, okay. You know, that, that didn't... And this was the 50s. Yes. So, okay. And yeah, it was the 50s. So, I mean, there wasn't a lot of... When we would be in a mental institution for being, you know... Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so she's telling the story about this, about how there was this driver that would pick up these kids that was specially designed for that. But the parents in the neighborhood were finally getting so just ashamed, I guess, if one were to say. Ashamed and they were tired of dealing with it. Yeah, of, you know, going through it all and everything. So they all got their money together and they ended up paying the the school bus driver uh, all this money to dispose of the kids yes in the best way to say now spooky fans if you're listening to this and you are watching the movie for the first time this is not going to go the way you think it's going to go exactly because i've watched this movie several times and i forgot that it does not go the way you think it's going to go yeah so one of the kids that's on there he is very he's very knowledgeable. He knows his patterns, he knows he's everything. It's the Dracula kid. We don't um, really know his, his He's stuff. dressed as Dracula. I would say that 
just from what we know now, nowadays, I would say he's autistic. Yeah. Uh, because the patterns, he's he's noticing the house numbers. He knows he's not home and he wants to, um, he tells the bus driver, we're not home. That's I know the address is that that's yeah. this is where we're supposed to be. Apologies for our third co-host that never speaks but only makes loud noises in the background. Um, thank you, Remy, for your very spooky input of <laughs> drinking water in the middle of our podcast. He'll be done in approximately three to five business days. Yeah, exactly. So with that, he's very much uh, – he, he breaks out of the chains in the bus whenever they get there. And he knows, again, that something's going on. But the bus driver is kind of passing out candy to just keep everybody, you know – Oh, there's nothing happening. There's nothing going wrong. There's everything's okay. See, I want to know what he was going to do. If the ultimate outcome was what happens, and that was the original idea, or if all the candy he was giving out was poisoned. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure yet, because they didn't really get to go into a, a detail of what or how he was going to dispose of the kids. Yeah. I mean, he was at the quarry, so maybe again drive the bus off into the quarry and walk off. Maybe. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Exactly. So the one of the kids ends up breaking out of the chains and getting free because again he knows what's going on. So he gets to the uh, to the front of the bus without the driver seeing, and he starts trying to get the bus to move because he's just saying that he wants to go home, home, home. I want to go home. I want to go home, which was really kind of sad. And I was, was like, very Aw. sad. I felt bad for them, and. When the driver sees us, he starts trying to run up to the front, but one of the other kids ends up tripping him and he falls in, or falls to the to the floor. And by this time, the Dracula kid finds out how to get the bus moving, but he doesn't know how to drive, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he drives the bus off of the edge of the quarry into the quarry itself, and ends up sinking. Okay, we've covered it. We've covered <laughs> this, this happening. I will interrupt you several more times this episode. When we see the bus... Later on in this film, yes, it's facing a different direction, and I have an issue with that. I mean, you also have to think of the quarry was a lot more fuller back then. When it falls, it could rotate. Oh, water raising water levels, water tables. Oh, look at that! Yeah, you're an engineer. I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> but Macy continues to tell the story and. The tradition is to pay respect to the dead souls. So that's why we have brought eight jack-o'-lanterns here to this quarry tonight to pay homage to uh, to the eight lost souls that were uh, taken away from us, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so Schrader, Sarah, and Macy all go down first because they're like, oh, this lift is uh, it's not sturdy enough for all of us to, to kind of go down there. Only three people at a time. Three people at a time with pumpkins and stuff like that. Well... Leaving Rhonda and uh, Chip up uh, up top on the top of the quarry while they're waiting, and this is really cool because you hear just randomly a howl at the moon, and the first thing Rhonda says is <gasps> werewolves. Okay, and you were just as you were talking, um, my brain was spiraling around the movie. I feel like Rhonda has a connection to Sam. And we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I believe that. I because believe that hardcore. when they first get to Rhonda, her house is covered in pumpkins. Yep. Full of pumpkins. And we'll see all there, those pumpkins another, pop up later reference. on. Yep. And so the lift comes back up and Rhonda and Chip get in there now with their pumpkins. And they're going down. And as they're going down, they see 
uh, Macy, Sarah's, and um, Schrader's kind of pumpkins, but they can't see them because the fog is so thick. This is so cool. And this scene right here is really, really neat because of the fact that only thing you're doing is just hearing audio. Yes. Like that's that is that's terrifying to me sometimes too. Like not being able to see what's happening and your brain is automatically just posting in pictures and yeah. thoughts of what's going on. So all you see is the jack-o'-lanterns moving and you hear what's going on? Screaming and noise and, and everything the pumpkins terrifying. go out. And then just the pumpkins start to go out one by one and you're like, "Oh my god, what's happening? What's going on down there?" Sorry, I didn't mean to muffle. I got I covered my mouth in suspense. <laughs> and zombie children, children that are zombies. <laughs> and uh, well, not yet. Spoilers. <laughs> we get down there, and Rhonda opens the gate, and Chip is like, "No, don't go down there. Like, I'm scared. Don't do it." And she tells him, "Leave the pumpkin on. The light will protect you. It's a symbol. It's you know, it's everything. It's it's one of those things. It's a tradition." And Rhonda starts going out there to start trying to find uh, the rest of the kids. And she finds the quarry, the water where Macy's wings, because she was an angel, are all ripped up and covered in blood. Trader's mask is in the water. And pretty much their other costumes are just destroyed and tattered and, mm-hmm. and everything. Well, while she's trying to reach for for one of the masks, this ghoulish water creature kind of thing comes out of the quarry and tries to grab her scaring the living piss out of Rhonda. so what's the best thing you do run run exactly yeah so Rhonda starts running away while these creatures are are attacking her and everything she drops her glasses and which is again it's one of those terrifying things because now you can't see now something's after you and as as and and you believe everything that's happening let's as a person who wears glasses if i'm running from someone and these glasses fall off i'm just going to die because I can't see shit without my glasses. <laughs> I have... Okay. Spooky fits. I've lost my glasses when they were sitting on my own chest. Very true. He really has. And while this happens, she's like kind of moving backwards when they... Uh, when these creatures have kind of trapped her. And she... She... Missteps and falls off a small little ledge into a little pond where she hit her head. And from there, that's whenever they kind of pull her out of the little pond. They're trying to get her to wake up. And she wakes up seeing one of the ghouls and, like, punches it in the face, you know, while she's still screaming. And lo and behold, it's Macy, Sarah, and Schrader playing a really and cruel. And Chip. Really cruel, yeah. Trick on them. Oh, yeah, because whenever she was running, she saw Chip being eaten alive mm-hmm. by one of the creatures. And, yes, come to find out, it was just a very cruel trick on, on her that they wanted to play, which... For shame on you. And, and all spooky fans know, don't pick on people like that. Yeah. Don't pick on anybody on like don't that. Don't pick on anybody. On, but especially not the cool nerdy chick. Yeah. Especially on Halloween. Yeah. Like, no. No, no, no. Bad bad stuff. Bad spirits. Bad thing. juju on you, you. Well, when that happens, um, Schrader is trying to like con- console her and be like, I'm sorry. You know, it was, a, it was a dumb joke. And Macy's like, yeah, sure, it was dumb. You know, just, again, the whole mean girl attitude of it all. And Trader's there, and they, he takes Rhonda back to the lift, and he's there waiting while everyone else is picking up. And when that happens, Chip makes a, a really interesting comment. So, how did the bus get down here? And we find out that Macy was actually making up some of the story. You know? Yeah. But she was like, oh, no, that actually is true. They were never able to find the uh, the driver again. The kids end up... The kids and the bus... Uh, 
were end up lost and they found the bus here, you know, a while ago. So they don't know what happened, but they still were never able to find the bodies. And all of a sudden you hear a little like laughter. <laughs> and she's like, shut up, Chip. I'm not in the mood. I don't just grab your shit and go. And Chip's like, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And from there, we start seeing more little figures start coming out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. And you start hearing a little bit more laughter and everything. And it pans back to Schrader and Rhonda. They're kind of like, he's still holding her. He's kind of like giving her hugs and stuff like that and telling her it's going to be okay. Well, he starts hearing screaming again. And he was like, God, these guys don't give up. Like, this is stupid. Well, in Rhonda's eyes, they're playing another trick on him. Mm-hmm. You know? So he's like, just stay here. I'm going to go see what it's about and got to go f- find stuff. Well, the screamings get louder and you start hearing Sh- uh, Schrader scream and yell and everything else. So Rhonda gets up, gets into the lift and locks and closes the door. Hell yeah. You know? Good for her. <clears throat> and from there, there's one jack-o'-lantern lit left. And that's, again, that's in the lift itself. And when Macy... Chip and Schrader like make it to the lift because Sarah got pulled back from her chains and she got eaten alive by these creatures, these zombie kids, as you uh, as you said earlier. Because we find out that yes, it is the kids from the bus that end up coming back alive and start ripping those other uh, Macy and everybody else apart. Mm-hmm. Well, them three get to it and they are telling Rhonda like, "Open the door, open the door, open the door." And of course, Rhonda's like thinking, "No, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me." Yeah. So. She kind of looks like she's going to the door to go and open it, but she doesn't. She hits the lift button and just raises it up. Yep. Leaving them down there. Because, again, you legitimately just played this same joke on me, like... Five seconds ago. Exactly. No, we're not playing. We're not doing this again. I do not think so. And so, from there, it, it just pans out to Rhonda leaving the, the quarry and hearing the screams and the rips and the blood curling and the kids gurgling for their lives. I'm hoping I'm painting a very good description of this. Yeah. Hookie fans. You don't see it, but you hear it. But you it. don't see it. You don't, you, yeah, you just hear it. You just hear the, the, the screams, the bone chilling, ah, of it all. And the gurgling. And like I said, you can hear the, the cracking Yes. Everything. Oh my god. All children murders take place off camera in this movie. Sorry, I'm trying to get more descriptive with my <laughs> with my scenes here so you guys can actually be immersed in into the movie here. Uh as Rhonda is leaving the lift, um she sees who Sam waiting outside of the quarry. So this wraps up our bus children's story. That wraps up the second story. So, another story has taken place. Um They kind of have pieced this one. This one is spread out throughout the movie. Yes. Uh, We meet a a girl and her sister, and they're two friends. They're all in town, and they're kind of giving her a hard time. Oh, you're a virgin. You're 22 years old, and you're a virgin. Yeah. It's just not... uh. Oh, we went to Palm Beach last year, and we were in Salem a few years before that. And you're like, okay, these girls party on Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to find some guys. We're going to go out into uh, Sheep's Meadow yep. with some guys. Exactly. Um, and the girl, Anna Paquin, is, I can't remember her name, Amy? Sally? Sarah? Which one was Anna Paquin? Uh, she was the youngest one. 
Oh, she was Red Riding Hood. Yes. Yes. Uh, she dresses as Red Riding Hood. Yeah, she was She was Rogue. And, and her name is uh, Lori. Lori. Yes. And Lori. Lori says, I'm not coming out of the dressing room because you're going to make fun of me. And her sister says, well, then we'll just have to huff and puff to get you out of there. She comes out and she's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Yep. And they're all going to Sheep's Meadow. Can anybody find the connection with this? I mean... Hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, there was two things that I caught on this story itself that I didn't catch before. Yeah. You know? And she... So I can't really say anything. Her her friends... I'm going to call them her sisters. They're all her sisters. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So you have Danielle, which is her actual sister that was dressed up as Cinderella. And then you have the other two, which was Marie and Janet that was dressed up as uh, Little Bo Peep and Snow White. Yes. Yes. So they meet the television crew that is recording this town for Halloween. And they say, oh, you know, we were invited to this party, but we don't have any dates. So they get invited to go in the van. And Laurie says, oh, I'll hang back. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to take y'all's advice. I'm going to find my own my own date. And she kind of wanders around town. And we see a vampire attacking a woman. And he leaves her on the street. Well, Laurie is then walking down the street and the same vampire attacks her. And he bites her neck and she screams she's being bitten by a vampire. And I didn't think this was how the story was going to end. And we see all of her friends are gathered at Sheep's Meadow around a bonfire with all of their friends. And her cape full of her and her cape falls to the ground, covered in blood. Mm -hmm. And her friends run over to check on it. And it's the vampire. Yeah, it's the vampire. It's the, the guy that was murdering people in the streets earlier. Yes. So, Lori then comes out, and she looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah, she does. Her hair, everything, it's just her outfits, and she was like, oh, he got a little handsy. He I bit played, me. I played hard to get. Yeah, and Ugh. then you're like, what is happening here? So, they go over to the, the vampire, quote-unquote, take his mask off, and it's none other than Principal Wilkins. Exactly. And he had fake vampire teeth, and they pop him out. And Lori says, well, I guess it's time. And they all start kind of dancing and... And all oh, the music on this on this one just, I don't know, it made it... Uh, it worked with it. My favorite for, Marilyn for, Manson for song. Yeah. You know, it, it worked with this scene of it all. Yeah. Just because of the fact that there was... It was the transformation. It was great. But as spooky fans, as you probably guessed, it's the full moon as well here at, in, uh, in Ohio on that uh, faithful mm -hmm. day in that Halloween... And what else comes out during the full moon? The freaks come out at night. Uh, werewolves. That's right. So they all start changing into uh, werewolves. This scene was so graphic. It, it I was, forgot about it until we it watched it this so time. so cool. So it, traditionally, you think um, a werewolf transformation is their skin grows raw, they're hairy now. No, these women peel their skin off like they're a grape or a banana, a werewolf banana, if you would. Mm -hmm. um, and they peel their skin off and they're werewolves. And Lori apparently has never eaten a human before. And this is her first time. So she finally gets her first kill as a were werewoman mm -hmm. uh, and eats Principal, Principal Wilkins. Wilkins. Moited. And... Again, the other cool thing about that story is it kept building up throughout the other entire stories because yes. you would see, you would see Lori kind of walking through the street where she passes the kids. Ooh. You see, um, 
You see, when the vampire attacks the lady, mm-hmm. she asks the wife from the very first scene for, for help. help. Yep. And when they first get home, the kids run past their house with the cart full of pumpkins. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, again, everything is super connected with this movie that makes it... The stories just mesh and meld together so well. Mm-hmm. Like, thoroughly enjoy... Oh, man, this movie is just... This is shit. Highly recommending it. Very much so. From there, we actually kind of see our fourth and final story unfold. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, where it, it gives you a good circle of a full turn. Um, the story, everything in this movie go, goes full circle. We go back to that grumpy old neighbor that was ne- that was next door to Mr. Principal Wilkins. Yes. And Creed. And from there, we see Sam again. Because his house is not decorated. He hates Halloween. He hates kids. He hates everybody. And one of the people come up to his, his door and he has dressed his dog up with like a voice amplifier <laughs> and like a gas thing. mask with glowing eyes on it yep so, so he opens the door and these kids are standing there and this these green eyes come flying out of the house going exactly and the kids freak out and run <laughs> and that's not very in the spirit of halloween no no you're supposed to be giving out to to kids and offering tributes yes to uh to the, the specials people of the night carving a gourd and leaving it on your porch those are terrifying, by the way. Have you ever seen a, a carved, like, the, Halloween gourd stuff that they did back The originals? In the I think they were, yes. what, turnips or radishes? Something like that. The thing is terrifying. Yes. <laughs> and so from there, we kind of see Sam break into his house because he's going to teach him a lesson, you know? He knows something about this. And for some weird reason, Mr. Craig just does not enjoy this holiday this festivity or anything like that well as the night goes on we find out that uh the camera starts to pan around his house you know so you start seeing more you start seeing him his old pictures you start seeing a bunch of things and you start to hear noises and everything and that's when we get introduced to sam yet again yeah you look confused i because he starts hearing voices and stuff like that in his house so he's going around and he makes the, the the big comment of I have a shotgun over my shelf and I have a I, I have uh, a shot I have an NRA membership in my pocket and a shotgun over my fireplace. Boom! Exactly. <clears throat> and so from there, he kind of just pretty much antagonizing Sam. That's like hiding and playing around in his house. This next scene right here was was really cool. I loved how they did this because he goes into he sees like a dimly lit light in his bedroom for whatever weird reason and there's a jack lantern there and it's just that small little candle and he's like what's going on and all of a sudden the light on the jack lantern flares up like it's a giant flare and the whole room is illuminated with the words trick or treat trick or treat just covered in blood all over the walls and yes. the ceiling and that's where we see Sam pop out from the top of the ceiling and attacks him or no 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 before this, he Before, goes yeah, to he run comes. outside, and yeah. he finds that his yard is covered in the pumpkins. Yeah. Just like uh, Rhonda's house was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He also, what I told you when we were watching it, I want this prop. He also takes a bite out of a candy bar, and it has a razor blade in it. And yeah. I want that as a prop. I just want to put it somewhere in the house, just because I think it'd be cool. Um, but Sam is now fully on the hunt for evil neighbor. Yeah. For Craig. Krieg. 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 Yeah, Krieg. And 
Well, that that starts the the fight scenes pretty much. So Krieg is trying to defend himself against Sam, and Sam is just pretty much like biting him and stabbing him and everything, every which way about it. Krieg finally gets his shotgun off the wall and shoots Sam. Uh, wait, no, sorry. Before that, before he shoots him, he gets thrown down the stairs and falls on a pile of glass, cutting up his hand so mm-hmm. he can't really move. And Krieg's door is just covered with locks because, again, he's for some weird reason his whole house is bolted and barred and yeah, pretty much it looks like he's trying to prevent something from coming in. Hmm. But once it's in, how are you getting out with all of that? Exactly. You know? And so he's trying to open the door, but his hands are all cut up, so he, it's really hard for him. And we see Sam kind of crawling off the ceiling. Horrifying. Yeah. It's Horrifying. great. Because Sam is cute throughout this entire movie until this scene. He's very cute. <laughs> and he jumps on Krieg and starts biting him and stabbing him and like punching him and all this stuff like that. And that's whenever Krieg and him fall to the floor, and Krieg is able to get to his shotgun that he took off the wall and shoots Sam in the, shoots Sam in the head. He unmasks him first. Oh, he that's takes right. his burlap sack off and he has like yeah. a pumpkin head. Yeah. So he tears the mask off and then he shoots him and he's just made of pumpkin. So Creed just keeps shooting him just to make sure like Hey he's you, you dead? Really dead. <laughs> you dead, Craig? Um and as Creed walks away, you hear a and Sam's disembodied hand is mm-hmm. crawling around on the floor. Coming for Krieg. Yep. And so that, he ends up putting himself back together again. And Sam goes over to Krieg because Krieg is like, oh, great, I'm dead. Like, I, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. And Sam just takes this candy bar back that uh, that Krieg had, that he took from him. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, give, pay tribute to, uh, to, to, those, uh, to those spirits. And he leaves, he leaves Krieg alone. And then from, from that, you kind of see like a change in Krieg where he's like, okay, nope, I need to uh, be nice and stuff like that on Halloween or the spirits are going to kind of come and get me. They say that Krieg's heart grew three times that day. Exactly. And when that happens, we see him giving out candy to the kids. I mean, I think there was just like mints and stuff like that. But hey, at least he's giving something out. Yeah. You know? At least he's, he's paying tribute to it, you know. And when he's about to go back inside, when these other kids come out, he sees Sam still like in the corner of his lot, looking at him like, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Better keep giving up that candy. Exactly. And so Creek just takes a step back and, you know, turns around and walks away. Because again, don't poke the bear kind of stuff. And he hears the door go off again and he opens it. And this time it's all of the zombie kids that from the bus. Why could they be there? He was the bus driver. It comes to find out he was the bus driver back in the day that went in hiding after killing the kids. We find this out because once ever uh, the camera pans out and you start hearing the screaming of Krieg dying and getting ripped to shreds, there's a picture that fell in the fireplace and it's the picture of him with all of the kids on his bus route. Wow. Did you see that? No. Yeah, it was in the it, it fell in the back of the fireplace and it's there and it's catching on fire and slowly burning as his as he starts screaming and when it kind of burns out that's when the movie ends and you hear him gurgle his last gurgle. So not only was Sam the spirit of Halloween, I bet he was one of the kids too. You, I don't know about that. I I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, cuz I think Sam again is a, like a spirit of Halloween to 
right wrongs and he's the ghost of Christmas and, and, and justify uh, the, the ghost of Christmas, the ghost of Halloween, and justify the traditions that had to be done. Okay, yeah, in in his own sense of way. Yeah, you know, and from there, again, spooky fans, this movie goes full circle because after Krieg is getting killed by the kids, we see the couple that's across the street come home, and that's where the movie begins. Yeah. You saw it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where the movie begins, and you see Sam look over to the to the girl, and he's she's turning off all the jack-o'-lanterns before the night's over, which, by the way, is a, supposed to be a true tradition. You're not supposed to turn off your jack-o'-lanterns or your lights or anything like that until the next day because it's supposed to uh, still ward away lost spirits mm-hmm. from coming in. Yes. Because you're supposed to follow the light to wherever it's supposed to go, not... Or the light's supposed to drive them away from yes. everything. So. Also... Um, or do I have anything else about the movie? I, I have... uh, no, I think that was everything about the movie. Because, that's again, that's where the movie ends. And when you start seeing the comic books, because this was also a graphic novel, too. Yes. And yeah. at the beginning of this movie, the intro credits actually give away the ending of every story. Because it know, shows I, all the I comics. Did, yeah, it shows all the comments. Uh, not comments. All the comics of the covers and scenes of it all. And, you're, and it's pretty much the movie in the comic form. Yeah. So it's super cool and awesome about that. So, um, just a few Halloween-related things, uh, since it is Halloween. Don't bleach your pumpkins. It's actually really good if you don't bleach them and then just take them and put them, like, in your backyard or somewhere out of the way. Uh, Squirrels really like pumpkin. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. So, that's good for your pumpkins and your squirrel friends. Very cool. So, that's Um, a neat one. um, Oh, and... Be nice to people on Halloween, even if they look like they're too old to go trick-or-treating, or they don't say trick-or-treat. Be nice to them, because some people don't talk. Exactly. Don't be jerks. It's a fun time. And if I hear anybody hurting black cats because it's Halloween, I'm coming to your house, and I'm going to poop in your shoes. Uh, that's all I have about Halloween. That's all I have as well. Um, um, my rating for this movie, I give it a five. I give it a five. Five victims. Yep. I really like, like this say, movie. Like I said, this is one of my all-time favorites. So if you haven't watched this day and you're looking for something to watch on this great Halloween day, check this out. Again, I feel like you're not going to be disappointed with how these stories go. Yeah. You'll you know? really like it a lot. I really feel like you're going to like it. But other than that, do you have anything else? Um, oh, so I kind of want to share a spooky story. Okay, go for it. Because it is Halloween. Um, and I don't know how true this is, so if anybody can actually find evidence, because I have not been able to find evidence. There was a big house in the town that I grew up in, and supposedly the woman who lived there with her husband, he was out of the country fighting in the war, and she was doing Halloween stuff. She was giving out candy and everything. Well, she finished doing the Halloween stuff and went up to her knitting room to knit. And when she was up there, a man broke in and murdered her. And now the legend goes, if you go to this house uh, on Halloween night and you go past, you look upstairs in her knitting room, the lights flicker off and on and you can see her rocking chair. What? Um, We grew up hearing this story. You can ask my brother. You can ask my sister, um, my friend, Brittany. We've all heard of this house. Um, I have actually seen stuff there a few times when we've gone. Um, but that is my hometown spooky story that I wanted to share really quick. That's cool. Oh, and, um, share your Halloween costumes. 
with us. That would be very nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love to see what you guys are dressing up as. What are you all doing today? Come come in on the on our Facebook. Let We're going to set up a projector in the driveway and hand out candy while showing showing uh, scary movies, PG thirteen scary movies, so as not to scare the children. Yeah, uh, that's all I have. Same. We Same. appreciate all, I got. all of our spooker, spookery fans. Yes, stay safe. Have fun tonight. Yes. Again, everybody. And if you are going out and drinking at any parties or anything like that, again, make sure you guys have a DD. Um, always have fun, but stay safe. That's always uh, a big thing with me. Use Lyft, not Uber. <laughs> <laughs> use who you decide, because we are not sponsored by either or. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm just partial to Lyft. Uh, be safe and have a happy Halloween. Yeah, and always remember... Stay spooky. spooky.